Hey, Brightsiders. A compilation of two short messages on this podcast, welcoming you back this summer to Life on the Bright Side. One is a little tiny bit of my journey back from Italy for my vacation on a yoga retreat. And the second half is talking about this summer and dealing with on the Jersey Shore, the issue of supposedly imminent wind turbines offshore over my dead body. (laughs) We'll talk about that in a moment. Hi, Brightsiders. It is June. I am back from my vacation to Italy and the Tuscany region. And I think being on all of those mountains and those climbs up and down hills and visiting Rome and seeing what the beach was like in Santa Severa and a few other places, I'd say I've hit a a bit of a valley and I live on an island. So there's not much lower than I can go than sea level. Subterranean, perhaps. (laughs) Anyway, I am walking back from the beach and had just a wonderful quiet time sitting there listening to the seabirds and watching the clouds collect and make some storm clouds, (laughs) watching the ocean turn gray but I still love it. No matter what the colors are at the beach, I still love it. Even when it gets chilly, I don't mind so much. When my son was little, he used to love going swimming on Christmas Eve. (sighs) That was a tough one. We would have a picnic (laughs) and then go in the ocean. I am trying to settle myself back into the earth where I live right now, into the sand looking at some beautiful, beautiful flowers on people's porches and steps as I walk down back home. And I'm enjoying the opportunity to be out here in this beautiful air and live where I live. I've just had an incredible, extraordinary opportunity to go to Italy and see things that I only dreamt of read about in books, in my history classes, in my art classes. I don't even think I can make sense of it as yet. I would love to talk about it a little bit further. Maybe what I will do is interview some of my travel mates who went on the yoga retreat with me in Tuscany. I know that they could probably bring it more to life for us. So I will try to do that for our next episode, maybe a bonus episode talking to some people in a Zoom. Hey, Brightsiders, little did I know that part two of this podcast would take place on August 16th. I started out in June, coming back after a lovely vacation in Italy. The summer has flown by in some respects and in others it has just seeped 
slowly by. It is about 92 degrees today. And we had an air show along the beaches of Atlantic City where people could come and sit and watch all of these planes and helicopters and rescues and things take place. Biplanes, you name it. I did not attend this year. I had some other things to do with my son. I took him horseback riding over on the mainland. But the reason I'm bringing all this up is the ocean always seems to be my focus. We talk about life on the bright side and watching the sunshine, the sunrise come up, watching the sunsets. Those have been a major focus in my life that have brought the joy and the sunshine into my life. This year, I have been over-focused on the fact that, unbeknownst to us, the government has decided to put up offshore wind turbines, which will be right off the coast of where we live, where I take the pictures of the sunrises every single morning. Every time I greet the day, nature, one of the last places on earth where we can see unobstructed views of the beauty of God's creations will now be soiled by up to 3,000 windmills within our sight. The fact that we will be able to see them isn't as big a concern to me because we have five of them already on the bay side here near Atlantic City. I know what they look like. The ones that will be going in are taller than the tallest building that we have in Atlantic City. It is a political power play to have these machines that we have no experience in knowing how they will affect the environment. The fact that this has been done behind our backs without a referendum, without the people's vote and decision-making placed here. The fact that the people from a Danish company and a German company whose primary fund source of funding comes from their wind, not wind, but gas and fossil fuels basis in their business. The wind energy is not just, you know, when you think about Don Quixote and the windmills in Holland, it is not based in natural wind exclusively. It is powered by fossil fuels. So basically, from a lot of the deep dive of research I've been doing this summer, they are not as natural and healthy as we think they are because they still are relying on electricity, which is powered by fossil fuel. So this is a sham. The fact that those of us who love two-thirds of the Earth's surface, which is covered by beautiful oceans, and are horrified by the fact that there are cruise ships and other ships dumping trash into our waters, killing sea life. Now they are doing studies with these, prepare, preparing for this windmills to do sonar. They've been doing it for the last year or so. And as they do the sonar, they are trying to determine what is going on below sea level. 
as they do this, the animals, the sea animals, are going deaf. So the whales, hearing these sounds, imagine you're hearing these sounds nonstop. The sound of the air conditioner that is right next to me in this room is bothering my ears because it gives me vertigo. Imagine you are a majestic mammal in the sea and you're going deaf because they are constantly making these noises. You go off course. You do things you normally wouldn't do. It would be like having a, an eternal migraine. You are going to run into ships and get hit by ships and run ashore, beat yourself with an entire pod of dolphins or whales. And that's what's happening. I didn't think I would be talking about this, but it has made my heart sick, my body sick. I am angry and I don't want this to happen. And I've been praying and praying for an answer and asking God and the angels to surprise us with a miracle. Maybe the miracle begins with us. Maybe what we need to do is care what happens for our, not ancestors, but be the ancestors for the future and help the people who follow us, who will be standing on our shoulders to live in a world that is not full of lies and shams and people shoving money in their pockets for their own personal gain. That we do care, that we take the time to figure out what is happening with the recycling issues. Maybe stop making things that we can't recycle. Stop putting food in plastics. Stop utilizing the things that we cannot recycle. Stop throwing them into the ocean. Start coming up with solid answers so that we can move forward with confidence, with other options. Solar is right in front of us. That sun can make a difference. Wind farms in the ocean are costly, are dangerous, and unsightly. But we didn't even have a choice in the matter. We are being sold a bill of goods. And as you can tell by the anger in my heart, my soul, my stomach, my voice, and the message that burns in my head, this is a no. I've never felt this way in my life. This is an obviously a no-brainer. Why are we doing this? Because somebody had a money grab that would make their lives lucrative. Aren't they? Do they have souls? Do they have hearts? Do they care about who follows us on this earth? I thought that we were the keepers of this planet. What happened? What happened to those feelings in the 70s when we had those flags of ecology? Was that just a bunch of us who 
were flower children who genuinely cared about this planet and wanted to make a change for the better. Aren't we the people who are the stewards now in government, in business? What happened to your souls? Don't you care? Well, I care. So I will be doing as much as I can to, okay, so obviously people are going to have jobs as a result of this. Yes, yes they are. But there are other ways to make money. So let's teach people how to make a difference and pay for the food on their tables by doing things that are positive, helping us with the recycling projects in our communities, helping us to find better ways to eliminate the need for fossil fuel. I am not adverse to that at all, but why do we have to kill? I see when I walk on the beach on a regular basis, thousands of horseshoe crabs beached and lying on their backs, dying. And I've tried to throw them back on a regular basis, trying to keep them safe. And I still see them dying on a daily basis. I have seen snails beached, beds of snails beached with their feet still thumping, waiting for someone to throw them back. That's not the way it's supposed to be. I've never seen this happen in my lifetime. I've seen giant sea turtles, 100 years old, who have been hit by boats and laying on the shore. And that's all in this summer. Let us change things for the better. I am going to pick up signs to put on my lawn to show people my support, not for any politician, but my support for this universe. We need to save ourselves before we are eliminated. Life on the bright side is taking a stand for things that matter to your heart and to your soul. And what matters to me more than anything else is this earth. After having visited Italy and seeing the beautiful things that they are able to do, the way they believe about ecology, about the environment, about preserving and recycling, things that we don't even think about. Why are we not all collaborating and using our best decisions on how to solve these problems of environmental disaster? Why are we not all working together to help one another? I don't have an answer. But I do know that the global weirdness that is happening, the floods, the famines, the fires, the hurricanes, the droughts, the disease, is all caused by us because we don't look more carefully at the bigger picture. We need a brighter picture. And the only way we're going to do that is to look up from our stinking devices because we've been distracted to do this and talk to one another. And not on Zoom, 
not on our cell phones, not on FaceTime, face-to-face, as humans, as it was meant to be. Let's save the planet one person at a time, one conversation at a time. And with that said, (laughs) I am going to visit my brother's cabin up in the mountains near the Pennsylvania Grand Canyon and sit by the creek, dangle my toes in the water, possibly go kayaking, and bring my son so that we can ground ourselves in nature and find that peace that we need to move on into the change of season into the fall. I cannot imagine a better way to find peace again at the end of this summer. This summer has been resting very heavily on my chest, on my mind, on my body, and it's time to heal. I hope that this call to service has ignited a couple of you to realize the importance of what we do each day has important power. Speaking to our assemblymen, our senators, our governors, our administrators, our town mayors, believing that we need to be involved in some way can make a difference. We may think it's a fruitless effort, but no, we are saving ourselves. So let's make choices to stay positive and look at the possibilities, not fighting. We are projecting the positive landscape for the future as a clear, pristine horizon where the sun rises. And you may see perhaps a boat or a surfer, but nothing else, a whale. A dolphin would be wonderful. And possibilities for our future enhancement of clean, clear, positive energy. And so it is. That is my wish. I ask the angels and guides to come in and protect us. Archangel Michael, we are asking for a miracle. Metatron, please hold up the earth. We need you. And so it is. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to live your life on the bright side. Take care.